Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Humans of Magic, the show that gets up close and personal with your favorite people in Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, James Sue. You are listening to my episode, my interview with Krim Nguyen, aka the Asian Avenger. In this interview, we're sitting down and he's going to be sharing with us all of his content creation journey. And it's a great masterclass into how an expert content creator works on their craft, how he approaches content today, how magic has evolved as a game and also as something that one watches on a live stream and how he has had to adapt as a creator to follow suit. Krim is great and I hope you enjoy this conversation. Hey, yes, I'm talking to you. Yep, that's you right over there. Yes, it's me, James. If you're hearing this, it's because you're listening to the audio version of Humans of Magic, and I appreciate that. I really do. But I want you to know that I have recently launched my YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is where the video version of the podcast goes live, and I think it's a lot of fun because you get to see the guests' expressions, you get to listen to the podcast while at work with your YouTube on, you can have it playing in the background. And I also do a bunch of other fun stuff as well, like vlogs, little clips. I do understand that some of these episodes are really long. So it's fun to do all that stuff on YouTube. All you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please also subscribe to Humans of Magic on Instagram. It's Humans of Magic on Instagram. Because I will also post clips there. I'll post reels, I'll post little tidbits of Humans of Magic that you will enjoy on your way to doing something else. So yeah, that's that's the plug. Please subscribe to Humans of Magic on YouTube and Instagram. It's a lot of fun. I promise you will not regret it. And if you're interested in supporting Humans of Magic further, there is always the Patreon option. I'm on patreon.com slash humansofmagic. You can join the exclusive Humans of Magic Discord community. And most importantly, you can just join and give me feedback. You can tell me how I can make the show better, make future guest suggestions, all of that fun stuff. Humans of Magic is a labor of love. I do this part-time. It's not my main source of income. And so anything you can do to support the cause is greatly appreciated. This will help me keep the weekly episodes going and weekly clips going on YouTube and audio and all of that great stuff that you've come to expect from Humans of Magic. All right, plug is over. Please enjoy this episode. Happy with you're not happy with your hair right now? Is it you just you just went for had a had a shower and kind of like, Yeah. It's like flat up. on one side. Okay. How but are you liking fine. how are you liking the blue hair? Is did you did you experiment with you you've had lots of different colors over the years or months, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh the blue hair is great for all the green screen stuff because it's like an off shade of green, so sometimes it just gets green screened out. And I and I do enjoy that part. That's fun that's a fun fix. Like you're so, so I you're so dedicated to your craft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got to stay blue and black all the way through, James. You got to understand, I'm committed to the to the blue and black life. So yeah, you've that, done that's why. you've done the red as well, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 
I had Grix's okay. hair at a point, but then I realized it looked like a Nintendo Switch walking around because it was like like blue, black, red. So it actually just looked like a Nintendo Switch, like like on the sides of my head. <laughs> so is it, is it in? Are you is your is your hair color inspired just from magic, or is it inspired by some other you know cultural inspiration, like uh, like a particular character in an anime, or like it's or it's just you? It's just it's just hundred percent crim. Uh, so I, I'll admit that like it stems from an old old anime. But it's not split. His hair is actually just all really dark blue, and he wears bright red. But instead, I do split hair because I just love the split hair, and I like blue because it's my favorite color. So yeah, I, you know what? It's a mixture of everything, really. It's the perfect culmination of everything. Man, you're you're brave, man. I, I've always wanted to try dyeing my hair, but I've never actually pulled the trigger. Like, when was the first time you did it? Was it when you were like super young, or what? Oh yeah, my my mom took me to get my like lip pierced in seventh grade. Uh, dyed my hair pretty early, uh, and then like I, you know, funny thing is like I I then went on tour to do music, and then they uh, made me revert back to black so that I didn't stand out too much, and and so like cause, like then it's like so we'd look like a unit. So once quarantine hit, I just went and like oh I'm just do whatever I want now, right? Like, like so so James, what I'm saying here is. You can dye your hair now. You know, the only, I'm, I'll be real. Like the only thing that's preventing, preventing me from dyeing my hair is just how fast my hair grows. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like Perfect. the kind of person who overthinks it. So it's like, I feel like if I have to dye any color, I would have to literally re-dye it every two weeks or three weeks. Cause that's how often I get my hair trimmed just because of how fast it grows. I swear my hair grows faster than my beard or whatever that's beard perfect, I can though. grow. Because then you get to try a new color every week. <laughs> but isn't, James, it, isn't just it like saying. super intensive? Because like when when my wife goes and colors her hair, it's like a whole a whole day, a whole afternoon. So it's like I don't know. We don't, I don't have know. a lot of like hair a though. Time commitment, you know. We don't have a lot of hair though, right? Like like I have more hair than you do, right? I gotta grow this... mine out if I really want to do something right. with it. I think no, just right? do split. We'll just go right down the middle, James. You just do the other half. You just do the other half, right? Like, like you'll be blue here and then black hair, and then together our heads will just make one black-haired person or blue-haired person. It's perfect. Yes, it'll be like a fusion, like a Dragon Ball. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Now you got it. Now you got it. I See? feel like I've lost a bet, and I don't even know what I <laughs> what I wagered. You've, you know what I mean? You've already agreed. You've already agreed. Sorry, James. Look, I, I don't make the rules. Actually, I just made the rules. But like, whatever. This feels like a verbally binding contract. Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've, I put myself in a corner so um yeah so so you were saying that when you when you were okay so i remember the first time i interviewed you you've been playing mm -hmm. music for a very long time mm -hmm. and before covid you were back on the road with the the group so that's why you had to yep. go with a certain visual yeah. aesthetic because bands are often right. doing that right right like you have to look like a unit you have to look like one right so so i couldn't just have my like silly hair colors that i wanted all the time or i'll say with, okay. like example like one of the things back when I had like really bright lime green hair, just like this green screen, uh, was like when the lights would come down and my dye would shine in the dark. So like it, it would just look like this glowing like troll doll, like like it's just like perfect, but <laughs> stood out. So we didn't want that. Definitely, definitely. So when COVID happened, no more touring, no more uh, 
band stuff so you basically just just stopped all that or i i left music quite some time like i like i guess like a year or so too before before covid but yeah then once once covid happened i was like oh wait what's stopping me from just dyeing my hair whatever the hell i want okay but i'm curious about the music thing so covid because to a lot of people covid just accelerated the d decisions that we're going to make anyway so it kind of mm -hmm. like you were already thinking about getting away from from music and focusing more on the other stuff oh, like I, content or magic or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd already left music a few years before that. So the only difference is that COVID just made me now really have more time to focus on content, like a lot okay. of content. Okay. And uh, I didn't give you a proper intro, but I think people know who you are. Uh, Krim, aka Asian Avenger. Thank you for coming back on to Humans of Magic. And especially yeah, thank yeah. you for doing it tonight, because I know that you've been kind of keeping yourself real busy, right? Just maybe you yeah. can fill people in on what, what you've been up to. I'm fresh off of like a, a six hour drive. Cause I drive between like up and down California all the time. So, uh, just came from NorCal back out down to SoCal. So now we're just doing the, the whole crim tour, if you would headlined by me. And, uh, it was a nice, comfortable 106 degrees. So I was very sweaty. <laughs> that has, it, is it, has it just been a nonstop heat wave in, in California or what? Yeah, like all through it, really. Uh, it's been kind of miserable. Um, and especially in a streaming studio where there's like lights everywhere, you definitely feel oh, yeah, the heat even lights, a little bit more. Heat, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like all this lighting around me is like kind of miserable, but you know, whatever. Now you can see my forehead, <laughs> like even bigger. And it's like 4D now. <laughs> Whoa, dude. But yeah, like that, that's, so that's mainly it. Like I've just been doing a lot of that. I've uh, been like, kind of like getting, kind of like focusing in on content. You know what I mean? Like, and just these trips back and forth have also been good for that. Uh, because then this is going to sound weird, but like, you know, like I get a lot of my ideas. And sometimes when you just sit alone to yourself or you're driving and you're listening to music, all the ideas kind of come to you. So these drives have been kind of good for that too. So I can kind of brainstorm my next step. Oh, awesome. So I imagine you're driving because you're doing IRL sessions with other creators or like filming things or meeting uh, up with people or all a of bit the above. Of all of the above really, right? Like some of it's driving home to meet up with creators or meet up uh, with family, meet up, you know, just whatever. Whatever the reason, uh, like a lot of it, I, I've been recently been called home uh, just so that I can, you know, see my mom as she's getting older, stuff like that. So uh, just try to get home and, you know, got to take care of your mom, you know. So uh, try to do that as much as I can. And so I drive back and forth uh, between SoCal and NorCal so I can see my mom. And then I, you know, do a lot of collaborations. Now that I'm in SoCal, actually, I don't have to drive as much for collabs. It's all like here. Uh, mostly North is just for family now. Yeah. Well, family's important. I mean, how's, how's your, how's your family doing? How's your mom doing? Oh, she's, you know, well, I would say she's great, but she's, yeah, you know, like getting older, uh, the body wears down and, you know, so you naturally have to like, you know, slow down. But my mom is like still in her mental state where she's like, she's never slowed down. Uh, she's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going 110, the same that I've been all my life. But it's like, mom, you, you do need to relax. You're getting older. Like, you, you can't do everything you used to do. But she's, like, twice as hard-headed as I am and extremely fiery, like, when it comes to, like, attitude and all that. So she's, like, she's a go-getter. I love her for that. It's why I got my, my go-getter personality uh, and, and whatnot. But, like, you know, 
My mom should probably slow down just a little bit. She's getting up there in the years. Yeah. No, man. Family is really important. So I haven't actually seen my mom and dad since COVID yeah. began. And uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm originally from Taiwan, but I live in mainland China now. And I'm actually going to try to visit my dad finally for the first time in three years uh, in Taiwan next month. Uh, I, I, there's a huge like geopolitical thing happening right now, but right. I'm just going to I'm just like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to go because I, I don't want to spend any more time like not seeing my family, you know, so it's just yeah. like, you know. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, right? So I can definitely. I totally get to that. It. I totally get that. Yeah, like just do what you got to do, because you never know, right? Anything can happen. So yeah, uh, so I'm like, I'm yeah. super envious, man, that you can just you can just drive. I mean, it's a long drive, but I mean, it's it's family's important, right? So right, and like, and why don't I fly? Well, first off, a it gets expensive flying all the time. Two, mm. I don't do well on airplanes, so. Oh, are you? Do you have a certain phobias, or or maybe not? Yeah. That yeah, I, I I would say that I do not like flying whatsoever. And I know everybody gives me the statistics every time you drive your car in LA. Yada, yada. But like, I think it's the lack of control while you're like you're in the air, and that's just like all oh, that like freaks me out. Yeah. So yeah. Plus, you have super reflexes. So if you're driving a car and someone comes at you, you can definitely just like you know oh, teleport yeah. out of the way or whatever. Right. 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 So, I have super reflex. You know. Again, I taught Shang Chi everything he knows. You know. Clearly. <laughs> <It's>, it's... <laughs> but but doesn't that make it hard for you if you want to ever go East Coast where you kind of just like grin and bear it, or you try to do a massive road trip or something, oh. or just avoid it entirely? So when I traveled, like when I went to Japan, I just cried for thirteen hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> people just thought you were watching a very sad anime or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just cried in silence, you know, like kind of like pull my shirt up and then just like sit there and just like channel my inner zen. The, the you know? person like, beside you is just like, what? What is? Yeah. What are they doing? And you're just you're just curled up in a ball, you know, just just uh, masked and unconscious. I, okay. I I will I will be honest. I gave them a heads up. I'm a terrible flyer. And so, like, like if you see, I told him, like, if you see me just like clamming up or getting a little bit anxious, don't worry, I'm fine. I'll snap out of it in a few seconds. Okay, okay, but For you know, the good hours. thing is that the good thing is that in on the West Coast, like, a lot of magic stuff just happens on the West Coast, right? I mean, you like L.A. or or yeah. SoCal, yeah. North Cal, uh, no Cal, so it's like it's all it's all kind of there or Pacific Northwest, right? Right. Yeah. It's like either there or like, it, yeah, SoCal, as you had mentioned. I mean, all the collabs are here, right? So I'm not flying anymore. I'm not, I don't have to do any of that. I don't play music anymore. So I don't have to tour. I don't have to fly to the East Coast, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I'm grounded. I'm on the floor. I will kiss the floor. I am happy to stay on the floor. That must have been really hard when you were touring for music, unless you guys were just doing the whole on the ground tour bus thing, which is like my my limited understanding of the romanticized, you know, life on the road, or I shouldn't say romanticized, but it's just like the, the, the trope or the cliche, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a reason why there's so many bands that write about being homesick, right? Yeah, but, but like it, cause we are obviously flying like is when, when we were, when we needed to, uh, it was like, if you had a show like in a day in like the Bay area, but you're in New York city, you're obviously going to have to fly. Right. So, uh, but like, otherwise it'd just be driving all the time. Like I would rather just drive everywhere. If I could drive to Japan, I probably would. If I could drive to London, <laughs> I would like, like, yes, that is like quad, like seven times the amount of of like air like you know travel time but whatever yeah hey if it if it lessens anxiety or whatever i mean just, oh. just go for it right 
I don't know what we're allowed to talk about on this uh, podcast, but I've tried numerous methods. Dude, we methods. can talk about anything, man. I've already told you. We can talk about anything. You can use any language you oh. want. Um, it's all okay. good. Okay. So I've definitely tried some things to calm the nerves. Let's go with that, right? Let's just okay. say um, uh, uh, some the additional devil's help. lettuce, the, the devil's lettuce, whatever, right? And like, I what I ended up... I'm... I'm such a good boy. I don't even know what the devil's lettuce is like. Totally. Yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> but, but like, but also like, you know, and so yeah. I, I, it's, I definitely had some of that to try to help. Um, but all it did was slow down time and then made me more anxious. And then I was just like, oh no, I'm getting bad anxiety from this. So I've just learned that I'm. I do not take any kind of like help in any way, shape, or form, sleeping pills, anything like that, till like, I go on flights. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, I, I'm even worse under all of that. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just go, you know what? Mm -hmm. Oh God, no! I'll just, take, I'll just sit here and be miserable, sober and miserable for the next like I, billion hours. I've heard about this where allegedly, because I've never actually done it, but allegedly taking certain substances that you don't know too much about or you have not tried before. Like we, they could create side effects that, <laughs> yes, I guess you're, yeah. that's that's perfectly legal in the U.S., right? Not not actually yeah, I, in Canada, I can, yeah, where I'm from. I can say but, that, right? Like I'm in California, weed. So it was weed, not anything else. Everybody. I mean, they weed. could probably just rename California to weed, like just yeah. just the, the state <laughs> name by this point. So that's perfectly fair, fair game. But I'm just saying yeah. that if you don't know exactly what you're putting into your body, you've never tried it before. Don't do it before you before some major yeah. event because you might actually feel worse, or you might actually feel like you are literally dying as opposed to yeah. being alive so yeah 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 fully <laughs> okay so tell me a bit about the content grind because yeah. there's been a whole lot of developments you know i've been following you semi-religiously on on social you've got like mtg goldfish you've got the youtube channel you've got like a TikTok now like what what is what's all this like tell me about what's what's been up with you lately in in terms of content Oh boy. Um, when it comes to content, like from the last time you interviewed me, I was like, what? That was like the boom of magic on digital space. Like, I, I mean, like, like when we're talking about, uh, like streaming, Twitch, esports, all of that, that was what, like at the start of magic's digital life. And now we're what, like four or five years removed from that. Uh, yeah. and so like magic is in this weird space digitally where it's not what it once was, right? Like we're talking about like streaming, um, the numbers that Twitch channels would get back then versus now, and we're not even going to get into like the, 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 the inflated numbers stuff or anything like that. Right. Or seated views, yada, yada, yada. We're just going to mm -hmm. talk about like on average, like my Twitch streams were pushing probably about like, maybe like CCV, I don't know, like maybe like 900 average viewers or something like that. Right. And it went mm -hmm. from like 900 to like a thousand, right. To all the way down now to like probably about three to 400, probably about 500 tops. Right. So, uh, once I realized that like magic so far, uh, like magic, the paper game will forever be around. Right. But magic digitally, I have no idea. And so, but as arena started to decline in viewership and all of that, I realized that, you know, like I don't want my content life to end with just as far as arena will take me. Right. So I decided, you know, well, this is the time for me to start looking into other avenues of content and, and magic on YouTube though is alive and well. Uh, but magic on Twitch 
is like a coin toss. I don't really know where it's going, but you know, like I, I hope it like keeps going, right? I, I, I obviously have skin in the game, so like I think, I think like it's good to, you know, I want to see it thrive, but because I don't know, all I can do is just kind of pl- like have a plan B, prepare like a little bit of a like you know something to get me going in case something happens, right? So having the ability to make content on Goldfish, do YouTube stuff. Uh, has kind of also shown me another way of making content um, because I never, ever intended to make YouTube content to begin with. Um, I I mean, I think that is the incorrect model to go about it when it comes to being a content creator now. But like at, at the way I started, I did not think I was ever going to make a YouTube video. I wanted to do everything on Twitch um, and just do everything live because I love the live element of content, right? The, the, the random what ifs, but also at the same time, it's nice to know now that I've got a taste of edited content, uh, like, you know, how you can clip things. You can get a narrative. You can drive a narrative a lot easier, right? Like, you can kind of, like, have a, a storyboard. You can kind of pre-plan some of the things. And in doing that, I have changed the way I stream in a way as well. I now uh, stream f- as if it – like, if, if you took a snippet of my random streams, you could take that – I now stream like with multiple things in mind, right? And and that is um, TikTok, YouTube, all this stuff. If you were just to go into my channel and you were to just randomly clip out 10 to 15 seconds of it, you would be able to put it on TikTok. You'd take five minutes of it. You'd be able to put it on YouTube. Um, and I think that now I plan a lot more for YouTube, right? It, which is weird because I started off on Twitch. Uh, but like, and I never saw me going to YouTube. Now it's the end goal. So in, but in doing that, it also made me realize I don't want to just be contained only in magic because I don't only like, okay, this is James. I don't want to lie to you and on all the listeners. And I, and I feel like this is the best episode, the best way to come out and clean and everybody. I actually do like things outside of magic. I don't know if like that'll change. At least might come as a shocker. I know. I know. I know. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm utterly shocked. I'm, I'm looking at you, <laughs> and I'm just like, this guy Heaven is Heaven forbid he likes something else, right? <laughs> but, like, I decided, okay, I'm going to try to just talk about my other hobbies. Like, you know, showcase my love for other hobbies. Like, I, I love magic endlessly, but I love other things as much as I love magic, whether it be anime, uh, just card games, video games, horror games, right? Like, movies. Uh, specifically, the new thing to do is to hate Marvel movies. So I'm the I'm there to defend the 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 the, the Marvel movies from cinema Twitter. Uh, you know what I mean? So like I I am I have so many things yeah. that I love, and I feel like the ability to turn what you love and it sounds really bad and like sell outy, but like to monetize what you love and turn that into like you know a career or passion. Like why wouldn't I want to do that? Right? So. That was it was in that moment when I realized like okay so Twitch is like taking a little bit of a dive on numbers so this is where I'm gonna experiment right and that and that led me into like okay now let's show how like I you've seen me be bad at magic but now watch me be ma- like be bad at other things and and that you know though the numbers aren't the same right like there's a noticeable difference when I stream magic and when I don't stream magic it's like start like oh like okay. Right now, it's like probably let's just say 500 viewers if I stream Magic. If I don't stream Magic, it's like 100 to like maybe 200, which is fine. That's a lot of people. That's still a lot of people that have shown that they will watch me play, I don't know, 
golfing simulator or dishwasher simulator. I, that's I don't know if that's real. That probably is in the year twenty twenty two. But like 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 yeah, it, 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 let's just pretend that it is, right? If there's there's it like, probably you know is. What I mean? Let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything coming out of Japan. I mean, they're, they're, they're know, wild the and way, imaginative. A game so I'm sure of people just mowing their lawns. So. I don't doubt it, but you know, I don't doubt it. And as someone who I don't play many yeah. games now, but I grew up playing like Princess Maker and like these like Weibo. Yeah. Before we knew what the term Weibo okay. was. Okay. Weeb, okay. Like I was playing those games. So James just like stopped admitting you. he's played you. dating yeah, sims before you. they were popular. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> they were they many... were adventure RPGs, uh, which is really what life is. You want to get a philosophical here, right? adventure RPGs. <laughs> Dating sims. Anyways, you need to put like subtitles for disclaimers. Yeah, yeah, about all this. Yes, yeah. But yeah, like so, in doing that, that helped me kind of like stretch my wings as a content creator. And like, once I started expanding out of magic, it really taught me how to like. Well, okay, my knowledge in magic allows me to like meme on it, right? To like do all these things to entertain, right? Because I know magic. But now can I do that outside of that? Like, am I just, this was like something for me to just test myself. Can I be entertaining regardless of the game that I'm playing? And, and that has been what I've been focusing on. That's entirely what I've been trying to do as a content creator. I don't, no actor wants to be typecasted, right? Forever. Um, and that is like, you know, I don't want to be like Michael Sarah, no offense to Michael Sarah. I love his stuff, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to just be like, oh, Michael Sarah playing the same Michael Sarah role. Right. So I don't want to just be Krim Magic Guy dot TV. I, I, I want to be Krim. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, like that's why this has been a fun journey. Uh, it's been a lot of trial and error. And it's kind of made me realize, like, you know, this is why I did all the restructuring, because, OK, being a content creator in 2022, uh, depending on who you ask, they'll say that, you know, maybe you don't need to do everything. But I, I, I view uh, like TikTok as just. Why wouldn't I want another tool to help me get foot traffic to get out there in content? Right now, I the, the I I am I was a person that said I would never make a TikTok, and now we learn why you never say never. And uh, so <laughs> and now because like I got to eat my own words and I hate it. But look, eat your veggies, yada yada yada. Right, and yeah. I think that TikTok, though I despise. Like, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of short-form content. Short-form content allows me to put the dumb jokes that I have that are, like, 10 seconds long instead of turning it into, a like, a 30-minute YouTube skit, right? So it allows me to just be like, – like, it allows me to do the dumb things that I like and get that out there. So it's, like, another way to express myself. So I kind of, like, account for all of that now. TikTok, like, when I, when I stream or I post anything, I generally just think about – can this be a can this be a TikTok? Ooh, when I'm streaming, this would be a good clip for TikTok. Oh, this is a good you know uh, clip for YouTube Shorts. Oh, this is just a good YouTube video. And so um, this whole time, my content game is to just become a content creator, not just crim magic, right? And though I'm not, it's not like I want to get away from magic or anything like that. I'm eternally like grateful for magic, and I'm in love with magic, right? Like I mean, I, I'd have to be to continue doing what I do, uh, but I want to be more than just that. So, uh, this, that's what been my, my whole journey has been content wise, just turning more knobs. I have a lot of questions to ask about what you just said for the last five minutes, but oh, cut me off. I'll start with, 
I'll start with one question. No, I don't want to cut people off. That's not my style as an interviewer, but, but right? James, I, uh, I have too much energy and I just keep going. That's the problem. It's okay. I want you to say what you needed to say. And I'm just going to have a short pause here. I'm going to ask you, isn't it fucking scary though? Like changing lanes like that. I mean, you're going from something that is, uh, as you said, it was accelerated by the presence of magic online and on Twitch, but ultimately it's got to be fucking scary to go into this new domain. Uh, you kind of know you have to do it for your long-term quote unquote viability air quotes again, viability yeah. as a creator, because you don't want to be, as you say, you don't want to just be known as like the, the one, the person who just does X, right? Yeah. But there's, it's also, there's also something very comforting in pigeonholing ourselves in life. Let's admit it. So, but that's the problem. Isn't it really, isn't it scary? Like you're, you're like intellectually, you know, you should be doing this, but isn't it also just, I keep saying the word, but isn't it scary? Oh yeah. It's scary, dude. That's the thing. But life is all about. Like, this is gonna, oh god, this is gonna be one of those corny, that, this is not a live, laugh, love kind of thing, but like, life is legitimately about- It's okay, I never watched that movie, so oh, great. it's I, over my head. Even, you don't, whatever. The point here is that life is all about taking that leap, right? I mean, how did I even get to where I am now? Doing a bunch of scary-ass decision trees, like if this were an action RPG, right, James? Uh, like, then this, mm -hmm. the, you know, I could take the decision route of, hey, take the safe route, do whatever I, you know, whatever I need to do and, and go to school, finish college and then get it. I don't know, an accounting job or something. And like, not if you have an accounting job, great for you. But like, you know, like if that were me, I would be upset with myself every day. I worked in, yeah, it's not for you. I, yeah. I worked in tech. I had tech jobs. I hated my day, my life. Every day I punched in, I worked at a social media company that I won't disclose, uh, but like due to NDAs, uh, but I did work at in tech, right? And it was miserable. I don't want that for myself. And so there's, there is like, it's human nature to get complacent, right? In, in a lot of things. But I, I think because, uh, you know, like my life as a, a musician, a content creator, all of that, it's shown that I am willing to take the leap and, you know, if I fail, I'm going to fail, but I tried, right? That's the main thing. I want to know that I tried before I like just completely pack up and go home. So yeah, mm -hmm. switching lanes is scary as hell, but I've done it before. And I guess if you were to ask me initially, like at the first time, I'm like, Hey, are you down to leave everything at home and just, you know, let your life at home be stagnant, but then like tour, do all these things. I, if you would have seen me then, I was sweating, James. I don't think you understand. I was sweating buckets. And not because of heat wave. Like, I'm, I'm talking about just, like, pure anxiety. But I pulled the trigger, and, dude, it was the best decision I've ever made. I've, I've, that's why I, I look at this like a whole new adventure. I don't know where this goes. That's the thing. At the point right. where you are filming me right now and we are interviewing, I have no idea where this goes. I might all of a sudden next week be like, you know what? Maybe te uh, tech guy crim is the, the, the crim that we need, right? I don't know. But the thing here is I want to explore this decision tree and this route of this action RPG called life uh, until, you know, I feel like I'm ready to pack it up. And I, it is scary as hell. It is so scary. The, the, the biggest fear any Twitch streamer will have is if they have a home game, and they have to try to break away from that. A content creator, they, because content creators, we may have been like, no, we may have gotten big or known off of one piece of content, right? But that, like, obviously, we all have more hobbies than that. 
Um, so to to ask a creator to come like this sounds like the band right before they release a terrible album, uh, but like like you know they <laughs> <laughs> like Metallica before they drop Death Magnetic or Saint Anger or something like that. But like, uh-huh. oh god, I I even feel kind of like an a hole saying this. I don't want to be contained into a box. <laughs> I want to let yeah. my art flow freely, James. Okay. There, but, there's this extra level too because you actually were a musician. So I feel like these. I, I feel like in the year 2022, um, there isn't really a term. There really isn't a selling out anymore. Like it yeah. feels like that, that was sort of like an artifact of like the 90s or 2000s. Oh maybe. god, did I just date or myself? If you're, or if you're in music <laughs> somehow, but there's no such thing anymore. So I just want to say you should just relax. I mean, it is scary, but um, I think I think we're all we can all try to adapt and be chameleons and just try things because like in the end, and this is kind of this is now me sermonizing. Like, there's no such thing as failure, right? Because if it doesn't really work up to your standards, you just go another lane, and that's like yeah. there's no there's no actual punishment other than your own internal frustration, anxiety, and opportunity costs. But that's like, yeah, that's true for almost everything. Right. Right. So. Right. Fully. I mean, like I learned from this, right? Like, so example, I split off. I, at a point I turned my streams into just streaming final fantasy, right. And MMOs and stuff like that. I remember that. Yeah. I watched some of those. And, and let, let, <laughs> were, let me ask, you're really enjoying yourself. Yeah. It, it was fun. Right. But let me ask you this. Do you play MMOs, James? I do not right now. I would watch if uh, I might watch you play because okay. I like you as a as a personality. If I don't play, then I'll watch you play because like I, I never really understood like if I'm playing a game, why would I watch someone else play the same game? Like I kind of right. just want to watch them play the game instead of me playing it. You know what I mean? So right. that I can kind of play the game through them. That's that's right. what I think it's about. So hey, that works too. Uh, and like the reason I ask is because I learned this through exploring, which I would have never done if I didn't switch lanes. And it's that some games, I know it seems like intuitive, like, oh, obviously, duh. But like you have to kind of try it, right, for yourself to see if it works for you. Just because everyone says it didn't work, you know, like for them doesn't mean that that's the same for you. And I wanted to see MMOs because MMOs have always been a part of my life. So I wanted to stream it. I wanted to play it. Yeah, I learned that it's miserable to watch if you don't understand the game. Right, oh, like okay. you know That's what I mean, crazy. like like it, it, the fact that you have prior knowledge of MMOs makes it so it's like stomachable, right? But like to someone who has like imagine like okay, I know Krim for his magic content. I tune into this Final Fantasy fourteen. There's like nineteen flashing colors, a countdown, and and your little like potato character running back and forth on the map, looking like he's trying to do cardio the whole time. Why is that? <laughs> like I I don't. And the numbers are being thrown at me, and you're like, oh god, I missed a mechanic. What was the mechanic? So as a streamer, do you have to explain that constantly as you're streaming Final Fantasy, or what? You try, but the thing is, I the thing for me, it's impossible, it was, right? Because you have yeah, to play you, too, right? Like the, I now get it, right? Example: when I switched from Hearthstone to Magic, Hearthstone people that knew me for Hearthstone came in and looked at Nico Bolas Godfarrow. Why is there? four lines of textbook knowledge on this planeswalker card what is that and so like i've had to learn how to like really better my form of communication right in that like yo this is what's happening it's helped me narrate things better 
Some people recently came by a stream, uh, like recently, and just told me, like, Krim, I don't know how you're able to narrate the way you do and not get upset with certain things, you know, that happen and all. It's like, that's because I spent hours dying in an MMO and having to explain that to chat also while dying. <laughs> and then let me tell you, nothing ages you faster than dying for hours straight doing the same thing every day until you clear It's it. like you're in that uh, Tom Cruise movie where he dies nonstop. And, I mean, that is tomorrow. inspired by a video game, right? Yeah. 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 Which is, by the yeah, way, arguably Deja Tom Cruise's best movie. But that's a whole other podcast. Anyways, that's, that's uh, so, one, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think this is all the fun in the journey of switching lanes. Everything I'm learning is just more knowledge. Like, why wouldn't I want that? Like, I get mm -hmm. to learn all these things. So, yes, to tie it all back, it's scary as hell. It's the most terrifying thing ever. But it's also one of the most emotionally, like, satisfying things and also, just like the knowledge I've learned from this, I can now apply it to the next adventure I go on. So, yeah, it's scary, but I love it, okay. and I and I wouldn't trade that for a thing. I do want to. I do also want to touch on something which you said, which I feel like this is kind of where the the content creation trend is going. Um, I hate to name drop him every single episode I do where I talk to somebody about content, but. There's this guy named Devin Nash, and he's I've, I've gotten really hooked on his YouTube content. He's basically someone who teaches you how to do content. as a, It's very meta, right? Like, he has a YouTube that tells you how to do YouTube. Uh, I'm sure you've seen a million of, you know, similar this isn't, videos. This isn't like Ninja's Masterclass, right, James? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was... Uh, I, watched, I watched the uh, Ninja's Masterclass takedowns. It's not that. Um, basically... Basically, I'm just saying that Devin Nash is a guy, I think he's he's pretty articulate. He basically started off as only Twitch streaming, and now mm -hmm. he says he'll no longer do Twitch streams. Like, basically, if he does a Twitch stream, it's only to recycle the content so that it can be done for YouTube, it can be done for different mediums. So I feel like that trend is really, it's become kind of just normalized, right? Just like you don't constrain yourself to one platform. It's not because the platform is going to go away tomorrow. I think people have already understood that Twitch and YouTube are going to be here probably for the next 50 to 100 years, if I'm if we're being honest, right? But it's more about just like repurposing your content so that it can yeah. be a short video on TikTok, it can be this, it can be that. So as a content creator, it adds a lot of more, uh, quite honestly, it adds a lot more work and you have to be a lot more intentional with how you, how you present yourself and present the content. So I, I feel really good that you touched on that point because... But I, I do wonder, like, how much of a psychic energy cost does it, like, because you, you basically have told me that you have to now change your approach, right? Because you're no longer just streaming yeah. for Twitch. Now you have to think about, oh, it's going to go on these, like, four other platforms. I'm going to remix it. So um, in addition to just not doing just one game. So that must be, like, I don't, I don't know if I should use the scary word, but, like, that's, that's a lot of planning, right? <laughs> planning whoa dude <laughs> let's not get aggressive i know it's here. like i know we don't oh, plan as content oh. creators like what is a calendar but it's yeah. you know th th there's there's definitely that right it's weird as content creators we plan but we don't plan simultaneously right so like it like and yeah like there's a lot of planning but it's not mapped out is what it like it's hard it it's so hard it has to look like you're not trying right that's it, it, it has to be natural right because the one thing here is Everyone knows if it's not natural. Like if I sat here with a cue card, these nuts joke at 154, you know what I right. mean? Like of stream. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, na it's not natural. So you, you need to set yourself up to where you plan it, 
but it's not planned in a weird way. So it's like the loosest planning ever. Like, okay. Like you just hey. internalize it, but don't, but it's not reading off a cue card, right? Well, not even, not even like, okay. You kind of, the only way you, okay. To lightly put it, uh, the easiest way to put it is like, I'm going to play Resident Evil. This game is scary. I remember some scary stuff happens here. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I don't like, I don't plan my reaction. I just remember like, okay, cool. Try to keep it, Organic, natural, natural and organic. Natural. Yeah. Like, right. cause it has to be right. Or else it's just not entertaining or Got it's it. obviously fake. So, but yeah, like it's a lot of planning and it's so weird because I have the memory of a goldfish, no relation to why I got hired at goldfish, but like, <laughs> so, so that's why when I'm streaming, I actually have a notepad open mm-hmm. and, and I, and I, mar- I just like type a quick note mm-hmm. and it's just like, Hey, uh, Game three, you accidentally countered your own spell, right? And I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just – I'll write that real quick, and then I just keep streaming. Mm-hmm. This is a way – so then at the end of the stream, I go back to the VODs. I go back to my notes. I go clip. I do all this other stuff. I I, 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 I try to timestamp maybe like 1254 TikTok, 1354 mm-hmm. YouTube idea, so something like that. Mm-hmm. So now it's a lot of work. It's a lot of planning, mm-hmm. and it's for maybe – some people won't even know. Maybe it'll like the video comes up and it gets like ten views, and and right. and people people you know what I mean like may not even know. But the thing is that I recommend doing that. And I this Devin Nash person. Funny enough, I don't know who they are. I thought is, isn't that person just the person that runs Twitch or something? He he runs an agency for like other creators. So oh, yeah. okay. Lots of tips on how to do a, how to be a streamer, how to be a YouTuber. Uh, there's some good stuff in there. Uh, it's more like yeah. mental approach to content. I mean. I'm kind of the, I'm, I'm just like a weirdo that watches these videos despite not even streaming or YouTubing. Um, I will get into YouTube to know. Next, next month, which is why we're doing this video thing. But uh, right. I, I'm also thinking about that. Just like, you know, I don't want to be only audio, right? I mean, this is a much smaller step than what you're attempting, which is gigantic steps. But, you know, I don't want to, I want to get on YouTube because YouTube helps uh, uh, SEO, right? Helps people find the podcast. So it's like, I got to get yeah. on there because it's the second biggest uh, search engine after Google itself. So um right you know pragmatism right well that, that, that yeah. that's the word i'll use so no and that is totally correct right? and, and by the way like it doesn't matter how much of a change it may or may not seem the fact that you're moving forward or pushing and changing your content at all is always awesome right so this step to video may not seem big compared to like switching entire genre but it is big right i think it's very big so like that's awesome that you're going to go on to do uh like video so like, I mean, like, I have anxiety right now doing the video because just because I don't know shit about like, I just learned how to use iMovie last week and I can like, you know, cut cl- very simple clips. I don't know how to do transitions. I don't know how to do all that stuff. Like, like I don't have a background in this, but, and, but I know I'm telling myself that that's exactly how I felt when I started just the audio podcast. I didn't know how to edit audio. Right. So it's like with the with the magic of youtube you can learn anything these days so you know it's i'll deal with it as it comes right yeah fully and and that's that's the thing like i mean look you got to start somewhere i mean i didn't know anything at all starting this all i knew was like a few fart jokes and like how to play magic right and then i <laughs> then had to turn that's like i turned that into like a little bit more i learned two fart jokes on how to play magic but you there know you what go. i mean so there you go yeah. <laughs> like but legitimately the, this is all the beauty and content creation right and it's much like anything creative uh, art music whatever right you're always evolving your, your your technique and eventually you know you'll 
the 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 miserable part is that you'll never f- like you should never feel like you've completed like oh I beat content like I won I I figured it out I like I've won music you know like I the most artists will always seek to improve what they do over and over mm-hmm. and the problem is where if, if it ever gets I I get a little hard on myself and then I just like kind of scrap ideas I'm like okay the, I I was supposed to put a video out like a week two weeks ago scrapped it because I didn't like it. A song was supposed to come out, scrapped it, didn't like it. You know what I mean? So like there's that that's that's one of the things that I do worry about when it comes to Oh, so you, you could be pretty harsh with yourself then. Like you, yeah, you have a lot of I, ideas in your head that you just haven't actually produced because you're you're kind of like this is not going to work for some reason. Oftentimes, yes, there's like so many ideas I have, and it's funny cuz like down to even like TikToks. I have a super planned out TikTok, maybe a thousand views. One of literally just me like, haha, corgis are cute, blew <laughs> up on TikTok. That's yeah. that's literally, you know what I mean? So like the yeah. most, and I thought that was like the most mid thing I could put out there, right? Right. But right. like the thing is, I've wanted to make good on just acting on it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, let it fail, whatever. You may not like how this looks two years from now when you're you're like the biggest podcast, but you know what? You'll always have this first video. Oh, this is James' first podcast. And it, you can look back at the way you edit it and you'll be like, oh, remember when I did that? It's no, this cool, is going to be the like best a, episode a, ever because it's got you and it's got a, your, your right, excellent right, hair. And right, right like, sure. This is going to yeah, pop, okay, right? Yeah. But, but, but seriously, sure, I, think, I, think, I think one of the things that I've learned too, even as a much smaller time content creator than you are, is that you just can't predict what's going to pop or what's going to hit. Like you just don't know. Like I've done things this year where it's like, I put so much time into it, like 50, hundred hours. I'm just like, I think this is going to take off. Um, crickets. Uh, yeah. Then you interview somebody who's like anti-vax and it's kind of, I just thought it was kind of a throwaway episode. And then suddenly the podcast goes mini viral on, on Twitter. And it's just like, I, I had no idea that was going to happen. And I honestly wasn't even prepared for my 15 minutes. Like, I, yeah. I, I probably botched that, but it's like, you just don't know what's going to hit. Like, you just don't know. Like you could plan for, for like, you, it's not, it's not fair, right? Like you could, you could spend 300 hours planning like a video, like, you know, in, in 1080 HD, like Crib yeah. travels the world and it, it gets like two views Best. and then you're, you're, yeah. you do a fart joke and, and it has like 10 million hits. Like you just don't know. Right. And that's, that's the thing about like, this is the biggest thing. And from switching lanes, moving lanes, you don't know. You, that's why I think the biggest thing here is I just try to now make stuff for myself. Right. Like, would I watch this? Like, would I watch this? Not in a conceited way, like I'm forcing you to sit in my car and listen to my mixtape. I'm talking like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, does it does it work I, for you as as you as the audience, right? Basically, right? Like, do I find it funny? Do I think this part's cool? Like, if I think this is entertaining and I'm happy with it, I'll put it out there. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's got like one view. Right. The thing here is, if there, if that one other, if there's one other weirdo out there that likes the thing that I put out, yo, we bond, mm-hmm. right? Like we bond. Like this is that. You know what I mean? So, I think that's been the biggest thing for me. Just learning to accept. First off, a uh, there, there's so many things here. A accepting that you know, just make something for you to enjoy. Doesn't mean that I should disregard numbers or anything like that. Obviously, that will always factor into some amount of it because it has to self-sustain. But at the same time try to make stuff that you would watch right and that and that goes from game to game no matter what if it's magic or or whatever
Mm-hmm. So that in becomes the problem where I grade myself a little too hard, but I think every content creator is guilty of this, mm-hmm. where we'll just be like, oh, this is a great idea. Watch the finished version. I hate it. Throw it away. And that's been like two months of just time wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got so many YouTube videos for my YouTube channel that have been canned. Really? That I'm just, and I, I, and I've, I've had friends tell me, like, why didn't you put this out? Because some of it was time sensitive. It would have been great if it came out on time, like I initially planned it. But I scrapped it because I just didn't like it. I was being too picky. So make something for yourself, but also make something. That's such a, <laughs> like, that's such a difficult line because, um, like, you make something for yourself, but then you can kind of talk yourself out of making something. You know what I mean? So, which is kind of what you, I hear yeah. you're, you're, you're going through. So, uh, right. like, on a much smaller scale, I've deleted tweets just because I'm absolutely addicted to Twitter and I see that it wasn't getting getting any engagement after like a day. So I'm just like, it looks kind of awkward, just stranded there. Like nobody's actually, nobody gives a shit about that tweet. But then I think what I kind of realized now is that if I can't accept, uh, I'm not saying for everybody, but for me, it's like, if I can't accept just shouting into the void and getting no reaction and, and being okay with that, then I shouldn't even play this game. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I yeah. can't just do it for myself, I'm going to look at the numbers, but if I can't be comfortable just playing the game like solo, playing like solitaire, yeah. then I then I shouldn't be I'm then I'm too dependent. Like it's such a big paradox where like content creators like we're not supposed to care what the world thinks, but we have to care what the world thinks. So I'm I think it just fucks people up. I, honestly, like talking to it people does. about this this year in this podcast, I think I'm getting fucked up too. Like I don't know, I don't know. Maybe you have to give me some advice later on it, but it's just like advice oh man i we we are definitely just caught like we are on the same level right we are all in the game of content here so i, I don't know what advice i think i think the best thing this. is that there's a community at least where you could commiserate together right yeah. because we all know how <laughs> bonding uh, through trauma there's a i mean especially for streamers too i'm not a streamer but i as a streamer yeah. you must have like this level of deep understanding with other streamers that it's kind of like going to war together. Like you, you can't relate unless you're actually in it, right? Or full time in it. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, like you, you, there's just some things that you'll only get to like relate and connect with other content creators and streamers, right? They'll just get it. Mm-hmm. And like example, like your mention of your tweet. Oh, I know I'm gonna drop duds. I'm gonna drop duds all the time. But the thing here is, I've the one thing I've learned, is, like, is to just make sure I just try. It's better to at least shoot just keep, the shot just keep than firing, not shoot right? it at all. Yeah. Is content creation not just throwing darts until something sticks? I technically threw darts until magic happened. Remember that? Yeah. I, like, I, I, I recent like I had a discussion with friends recently, and they're like, "You're like the Forrest Gump of magic." You, <laughs> I, I naturally just found my way, like without intentionally trying, I just found my climbed my way up. That's why on. And like, I would just meet people and like, they're like, so wait, hold on. You just met this person like with no intention of anything. Yeah. I was just like, Hey, you know, like I, I've made some of my closest friends that way. And the one thing I joke about in my stream is that I'm, I've professionally failed upwards for years and I have no idea how I keep doing it. So that's the thing. I, I don't know how to explain any of it. I, I just fail upwards. And I think that's the whole we can do together, right? Like just throw darts until something sticks. Well, I, and, I think you have a sounds... you have a personality for it, right? Because you can pick yourself back up, and you can like you can basically be persistent. I think you're kind of underselling yourself there. 
Yeah, one would even say I'm a petitioner. A persistent petitioner. <laughs> it's a magic kid. There you go. We made it a magic podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Made it a magic. It's magic now. See? And I, no, seriously, I will Venmo you for laughing at my joke. Thanks. Okay, yeah. Checks Uh, in the mail, right? We're over Venmo. Yeah. Yeah. Paid actor. Um, But but legit, though, like, that's kind of just what you have to do. You do have to be persistent, and you are going to fail. You're going to have a holes on the internet. But, you know, luckily for me, I love pissing people off on the internet. So when I I see, (laughs) when, when I see people upset in the YouTube comments, why does Krim play decks like that? <laughs> like I, I so love here's that. I here's a that. here's so, a here's a deep cut que- deep cut question if if you're okay with this. Sure. All right. Well, actually, listen yeah, to it first, and then you can decide way. if you want to answer it. Right? Um, okay. You did say what's your social security? You, you did say uh, <laughs> you know there's a there's a disclaimer now. Um, if I knew how to edit and put subtitles, <laughs> which I don't, uh, <laughs> that would be a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> basically. You said that you want to make content for yourself, and I assume it also there's also a level of authenticity that goes with it. Like you know, you have to be true to yourself, make content that you like. But have you ever had to be inauthentic in some way, or go outside your bounds of uh, sort of normal threshold to do something? For example, maybe you're somebody that really hates clickbait, but you felt like you've had to make your titles on YouTube more clickbaity because you'll get the result that you want, or you feel like you have to play a certain game, a certain way to produce the effect. Like I'm not accusing you of, or anybody of being inauthentic, but it's sort of like, you know how it is. Sometimes as a creator, you're normally like a six out of 10 in real life, but then you have to make yourself an 11 out of 10 in some way and how you represent yourself in your content uh so that it has a a better chance of succeeding so have you ever kind of like crossed that line that you've set for yourself i mean the only way is like maybe like sometimes for like let's just say for this case like goldfish content right like i've had to well actually tune myself turn myself down a little bit you know what i mean uh as in like there is a, a, you know, a dampener on like, if it were up to me, I would play a control deck every week on Commander Clash. And I would, and, and like, but control decks don't exactly excite the viewers. Right. And I even, it's not I what the people want, right? Unfortunately. So, but it's what they need. No, okay. Oh, but like the, the thing is. I have this whole thing on on commander content as a whole that I think that we as content creators need to stop pushing and is that control is bad for magic and like in in the commander spaces because then it makes people feel guilty for playing it when they shouldn't. Uh, But yes, so that's that's why like if it were up to me, I would be playing control every episode, a different variation of it. But I also understand that though that is what I love and what I will always play and choose to play behind the closed doors, you know, whatever. I do know that I have to play ball and it is a team game and that I have to play different decks. So yes, I have had to alter parts of me, maybe not turn myself up because that's never been the problem. It's more of turn myself down mm. in some areas, right? Like, so that's I, interesting. I, and I'll admit, yeah. I'll admit that this is, you'll never hear this, but like, yo, streamers are always like, yo, I, I have to turn myself up for stream. No, no, I need to turn myself down because I get a little too hyper. I talk really fast, James. I don't know if you've noticed this. I cut myself off. No, I mean, because I, I talk really fast too, so. 
Oh, okay. Well, then hell yeah. See, so that, like, that's the problem, though. I cut myself off, which means I lose train of thought. Um, I I play like Magic Online with an MMO mouse, so I constantly skip my own turns <laughs> because I button mash one because people like play like fossils and they take forever, yep. and I'm just like, dude, just exactly. go, like. If you've seen my stream, you've come by. If somebody is taking longer than 30 seconds on their turn zero to decide if they're keeping, I concede. I just go to the next game. <laughs> like, I, like I, 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 just, I just can't. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, paper magic, I call people on the 30 seconds on the dot. Opponent takes too long. I concede instantly. Paper magic, at 30 seconds on the dot, I will call you on time if you take too long. Uh, like, like if it's at an... Because like like, that's the allotted amount of time. Every player has 30 seconds. I play slow decks. I need you to, like, you know, I value my time, value your time. Let's go. Yeah. So I, I feel that oftentimes I have to turn myself down for some of the things. Um, and, and that mm. is just so that, like, content can be entertaining. Because if not, think about it. Like, I would just play the same deck for 100 videos. <laughs> mm. You see where that like where that is a problem, right? Like as great as it is, as yeah. I, love... I mean, I mean that's that's not that's not too bad because it's, it's sort of like that's not really that's just like kind of understanding what people want a wide range of things. Yeah, uh, I am wondering though, like turning yourself down, like how does that impact your collaborations? For example, when you're on the Goldfish podcast, right, or when mm -hmm. you're uh, collabing with another YouTuber, like do you have to somehow represent yourself slightly differently? Uh, I would say. Probably in some ways depends on the type of content, but oftentimes uh, turning myself down could mean like talking a little bit slower. <laughs> like if there's like let's just say a joke, a cue, right that that is supposed to hit, it requires a pause. But if I just mm -hmm. blow right through that pause, you know what I mean? Like it, it loses the effect, the punch. Mm -hmm. of the joke mm -hmm. if you just immediately go right into the next one right mm -hmm. so okay but it's it's just speedier delivery but it's not like if you're on a podcast with other people you would say something entirely different than if you were like oh, doing no. a solo podcast or on this one or something no 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 the topic is the same like i will give you the truthful answer i will tell you me but then like there is the amount like it, like it only comes down to gameplay like in a podcast i'm giving you every bit of who i am i don't ham up like, you know, like, oh, I love Grixis. I genuinely love Grixis. I do hate green. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I genuinely despise <laughs> green magic cards. So, like, right. and, and I do have, just for fun, I whiteboarded Tarmogoyfs back before they got reprinted from Future Sight just because I hate green. Um, so, like, the, the, the point is, me on a podcast is definitely, like, you know, me, 110% all the time. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to gameplay, I have to turn my, like, a collab, I'll turn myself down so that this way, you know, like, hey, there's somebody else, and then this way we can deliver the joke together because I like that more than you know. I'd, I'd rather have it be a team game than just like my huge forehead running like full speed ahead, <laughs> right? Like you know what I mean? I don't, I don't need that, right? So like, uh, that that's that's why I turn myself down, and when it comes to collabing, sometimes. Yeah, it this sounds is fascinating. Weird. This is the first time I've heard someone you know talk about turning themselves down, but I think I think in your case is totally it's totally legit. Like. Um, just just going back into like sort of the the content you're doing now what have you found to be working so far like i know you you've been doing like kind of like the vlogs you've been doing mm -hmm. the some pokemon some some anime hentai no just oh, anime stuff sorry what was and, that uh, james i didn't, I didn't nothing that it just, okay, it's just sure. a glitch in the matrix oh, i don't know what okay, i said yeah okay, i have cool. no recollection okay what sure yeah there. okay james yeah. sure okay um yeah. you know 
you know, the the Krim sleeping with the anime pillows segment. I really enjoyed that that those <laughs> those shorts. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. like so. What, what has been res- uh, jokes aside? Like what what has what has what have you been happy with? And what do you think you could maybe like? adapt or change or change up like what's what's working and what could use a bit of a change up what's working is honestly now i've i've always been a little bit afraid to like fully go turn on crim to like a hundred percent right but since splitting off and doing my own channel i can now safely say i feel like i'm a hundred percent like at home when it comes to like it's it's hands-on to like my editing uh, ha- like, you know, cause like the thing here is there's no way I can make a ton of videos that I do right without there being like other editors, but splitting off and doing my own thing has allowed me to get in tune with who I am as a content creator in that, like, you know, like, oh, this, it sounds weird, but like, it helps me figure out like a better way to cut and edit to have a joke deliver better. And, and also I'm not afraid to like fully pull like you know like i can be as cringy as i want on my own stuff and not worry about like if someone's upset with me that's great right like but but like if the like i don't want it reflecting back on something else so if it's like my mm-hmm. video great yell at me for that right so uh i guess the one thing i'm just really proud of so far is that i've been able to just be entirely me on the video right like like all mm-hmm. of me and like I don't only want to talk about magic. I want to talk about, you know, like anime or maybe maybe like video games, right? Like surprise, actual video games so that people don't yell at me for having a 3080 to play children's card games. You know what I mean? Like, like yo, that's a, <laughs> that 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 mountain looks sick on your new 4K, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> so I I thoroughly love that I can just do that now, right? And like I've learned just it's so weird to say that as a content creator, but I now can just be 110% of myself on my own videos. Uh, whereas like, you know, like, and not worry about like upsetting anybody else or anything like that. Not that there's anything wrong. Like at goldfish, it's just like, there's things that I want to talk about, but like, am I going to talk to you about Yu Yu Hakusho on my deck tech of like a, the new Rakdos mid range deck? No, no. Why would I do that? Right? Like you're, mm-hmm. you're watching that because you want to know about the Rakdos deck, not about why I think Yusuke is a better character. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't need to hear that there. <laughs> So I love this. I love that, that now I guess it sounds dumb, but like, that's, it's like kind of like easy and and like, kind of like duh, Krim, but like, yeah, I just get to be me and talk about all the things I love. And in doing that, that's taught me how to like edit, how to like, uh, like work a little bit more with the algorithm. Cause before I never cared about the algorithm. I just cared about like, here's title done. But now I actually try to reword the title. I think about like when it comes to TikTok, I think about like how like that hashtagging everything isn't correct because mm-hmm. people that use that hashtag will then find you realize that, yo, by the way, that's not the content I wanted. You, I, you said that this was Club Penguin, but what the hell is this Magic the Gathering stuff? You know what I mean? Like, like so, mm. which I find a lot of people do. They tag literally everything under the sun and that actually works against them. Totally. Totally. It also becomes like super mechanical and sterile. Yeah. If I may use that word, like it just becomes kind of like robots or machines doing content, which is yeah. kind of not what you want to. I mean, it's kind of a slippery slope, right? Because I'm not yeah. saying just by doing that, you're a robot, but I'm saying that if you approach everything 
in a overly systematic way that could have uh, repercussions or consequences on your on your mindset going forward, right? Like yeah. then you start to think of everything as like a numbers game or like however maybe I'm not saying that's bad either, but like you got to figure out how you want to do it and then try to be consistent with yourself and how you do it, right? Once you are entirely driven by numbers and that's all you're concerned about, that's when things like get worse for you, like at least like mental health wise. Like I mean, I had some burn burnout, right? I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, well. You know, this didn't hit the number I wanted to hit. And I took that personally. And then that, that yeah. went down this down like like this downward spiral of just like, well, if I suck here, then I must be awful here, here, here. And then I just instead of actually picking myself back up, I'm just continuing to dig a deeper hole. Right. So so like that is something, at least personally for me, that's how it works. Not to say that like, you know, some people thrive off of that like they, they focus solely on the numbers right but i'm not a mr beast or or whatever like i don't have the ability to just like you know do that and like be like you know like all the things like some of the content out there i'm just surprised they're, like people like they're killing it out there right they're just super killing it. i mm -hmm. love that for them uh but like for me i know i'm gonna make some duds and i want to learn from them and mm -hmm. i and i don't want to be afraid of like when i have a new idea like i don't want to be afraid of making it because well, oh, it might not perform well. Like that's what mm -hmm. led to me like having 50 binned videos that should have been on my YouTube page. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I looked at your YouTube channel just yesterday and I was yeah. I was expecting more because now I know you're just such a, a harsh self-critic, right? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the problem. And, and so like now I'm finally like, it, it made me sit down and really crack my formula, which I guess in a way helped because now I've got this formula of a type of video I want to film and I can't wait to like put it together. Uh, now, mm. it, so like I am filming that and getting it done, but now like it's the nitpicky part. The more knowledge I learn of how to edit a video, the more I dissect myself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that I, is the loop that you stay in <laughs> if you don't. That's that's actually super relatable for many areas of knowledge. It's like the more you know, go deep into something, the more you realize you don't know shit. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's actually really bad. So actually, uh, what is that? Is that the Dunning-Kruger effect? It's like if you're an absolute noob, you, you actually believe you're an expert. But then the more you know about this thing, the more you realize, oh, shit, I'm just like scratching the tip of the iceberg here like right um i feel that way with other things like investing or uh god knows what but just like you know you know you know what i mean like work related stuff yeah yeah whatever like it the well is so deep right right and and that's what can be good or like it's good to know like to keep yourself humble right like hey i'm i'm just but like a small piece of this gigantic puzzle and i want to keep expanding on my knowledge right uh, like, it's good to be humble and remember that. Don't ever feel like you've completed, like, I've beaten content again. Like, I've won. I've, I've figured it out. So uh, that that's, I guess, one of the things. It's just, like, learning that. But, like, at the same time, with the new knowledge I'm learning, not to, like, completely pull myself apart, right? Like, to, like, be like, okay, cool. Um, this may not be great, but let's actually put it out, right? Because technically what I've now, at the point of this filming, I've gone three weeks without putting a new video out. I've been putting out a video every week consistently for months up until mm -hmm. recently. And that is because a ton of my videos are just in crim limbo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is one of the hardest things that I have to kind of get over. And it's just like grading myself too harsh. There's mm -hmm. so many videos mm -hmm. that just sit on my computer that have not seen the light of day.
Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, I go to other friends' houses, right? And, like, they're like, yo, yeah, these are all the videos that I wish I put out sooner. And it's just, like, 30 folders that have folders in the folders that have folders in those folders of just things yeah. that they never put out. Yeah. And, and like, that was one of the things I had to figure out. It's like, well, should I – I know I want to be, like, refined, right? I want to have something that is consistent on brand, but I also don't want to just never put anything out either. Mm. It, it just that's like, such a hard balance it is yeah. and that's one of the biggest things that i've had to learn how to balance and now that i'm finally getting out of that hole i'm not saying like i've perfected it but i am saying that i feel comfortable enough to where i have my content aligning with what i envision and and i'm just gonna start putting stuff out again how do you figure that out? Is it just these long drives or like, do you sit down and just try to reflect on it? Like, what's your method? Cause I, I'm sure this is not the first time that you as a creator have, has been in sort of this mental rut. So like, how do you get out of these mental ruts? Honestly, the, the, the best thing that's happened is just legitimately, it doesn't have to be a long car ride. It's just, that's what it was for me, right? These long car rides, these, these bike rides, all of that, it's just really just time to myself and reflect on like, what, why don't I like it? Like, what is the actual reason I don't like it? Is it because A, the narrative is not the way I wanted it to be? If that's the case, then just go back and fix the narrative. Like, you know what I mean? Sit down like, and see mm-hmm. if there's a common problem that I have amongst all the videos why I don't like them. And then try to fix that. It's, so like recently, a lot of it is because I'm also a noob at editing myself, right? I started getting more hardcore into editing. So a lot of the times I just don't like my editing. And then I just never put it out because of that. So I instead have now gone back, practiced my editing, uh, try to get better at it, learn more about it, really dig deep into Adobe, like Premiere Pro. And it's mm-hmm. it's helped so far. So I guess I've kind of all these like all this time alone kind of helped me get to the root of the problem, I guess. But I don't. Would they, you describe yourself as a perfectionist? It's weird. Yes and no. I am like the wa- I am such an oxymoron when it comes only to in ed- certain parts of your life, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe anybody is truly consistent all the way through. Uh, we're all inconsistent at some point and some like some point in our life, but it's weird. I am, but I'm not. Like, if you look at me, I'm the most like like loosey goosey, whatever. We'll play it by ear, but also it has to be calculated how we play by ear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it's weird, and and this is why me streaming has been good for me. Uh, it took me It took me a while to hit the go live button because I felt like I just mm-hmm. couldn't pay, like stack up. Like I'm watching all these streamers like pop off and they're doing great, right? I'm like, okay, why, what am I missing, right? And so that made me like for a while, I was hitting this burnout where it's just like, dude, I am not hitting what I want to hit, the mark I want to hit. And that kind of led me to just being like, well, maybe I'm done with streaming. Maybe I'm done with content creation. But then, you know, just like every time, it's just like, oh, you know what? I found my second wind. And ah, it's hard, dude. Like burnout is a real thing because – and it's usually just caused by myself. <laughs> like myself being too hard on myself. What's the – what was the most severe case of burnout that you've had? Is it is it what you described? then as a as a streamer or is it was it some other time it's in between streaming and like i think the, like believe it or not one of the hardest times is and this is what made me really want to explore other games is like when a game is not fun 
Uh, like, yeah. you know, like there's a, you are forced to play this game that you are not. Yeah, you just fun, don't have right? fun even booting up the game, right? So right. why are we here kind of thing? Exactly. So, and then, then you, like, I won't name a certain set, but like, you know, of magic, but like, uh, <laughs> there was a block that I really just felt like every day I, uh, because I do it for a living people, other people can just simply turn off, go do something else. I have yeah. to make a video into this, right? I have to do this. Yeah. So yeah. that was when I really ran myself into the ground. Uh, and I'm just like, dude, if I get Elch one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, what set would that have been? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Could have been mean, anything. Hmm. I swear if one more thing gets stomped or Ember cleaved. If I go to Cleveland one more time. Uh, but, like, <laughs> it, it, it was like a mixture of that that made me realize, okay, I need to figure out who I am as a content creator because I don't want to just be confined only to magic. And that mm -hmm. was why for my sanity, I had to play other games and I didn't mind mm -hmm. the dip in numbers. I didn't mind any of that. Like the people that stayed along, like they're, they're real. Uh, I appreciate them so much. Like I couldn't have done gotten through the, like, you know, the rough stretch without them. Uh, like mm -hmm. it, it was, I'm talking like to the point where like, I had to stream it. I had to make a goldfish video around it. That is like almost like 24 hours on the clock, just getting elked. And Ember Clean. Yeah. And, and you know what I just like? It's just 24 hours. It's the loop. It's like, well, time yeah. to take a lunch and then go stream it live. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? So. This is like the the, the Groundhog Day, Throne of Eldraine edition, right? Yeah. yeah. The, whoa, whoa, you said the set. I didn't say the set. Okay, I don't know. I, what whoa, I said whoa. the unspeakable. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Whoa. I mean, it, it's, it's, I know, whoa. I mean, we can cut this part off. <laughs> we cut it out. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's. It's important to have empathy, right? Because right. even as a player during that time, it wasn't a it wasn't a time of magic that I love. But even thinking about how it's like magnified for streamers, how like you guys have to play this game for like forty hours or more a week, even when it wasn't the best time for for the game. Like that requires an extra level of investment. And I think as someone who doesn't stream, people should recognize that that could really contribute to burnout, especially yeah. if you already have like some feelings of burnout and then that will just kind of catalyze it right yeah oh and then the, the amount of people that come in bro i thought you stream magic i'm like yeah i do when i it's want it's like i'm sorry <laughs> i just want to keep myself sane and not yeah, kill myself yeah, so, yeah like seriously you, know, you should would just that, sticky that into would that be cool or, or no like are you okay with that i'm sorry random yeah. viewer that are you okay if i enjoyed other games once <laughs> in a while when <laughs> yeah. you know there's literally a million other games and those right. games seem more enjoyable at the moment and uh it's, it's you know, always are you okay if i try to resurrect my own like save my own mental health like yeah. i guess so yeah <laughs> would that be chill or no like it's not it's cool i'm sorry i'm so sorry yeah no, like, like, and then the I, guy's like, "No, totally not cool." Totally <laughs> not cool. <laughs> then you know, my bad, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I honestly don't think like that. That's why like burnout was so big, and that's why you see streamers, the big streamers that are still doing it to this day, and content creators are still doing this day. You're going to them for their brand, like of them, right? At this point, yeah. you don't care what they play. At least the ones I watch, right? I don't know. I don't care what they play. I will watch whatever they play. Um, like, like one of those streamers, you know, like is, is, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty easy for me to just watch no matter what they play, uh, is probably like dog, but he plays like a lot of card games. So I guess that works out. And then of course, like I, I'll watch like day nine, like day nine plays numerous variety of games. So I love that. And you know, like that's, 
that's kind of what I want to be, and that's what I aspire to be. Now, of course, that's like you know, not saying that I, I will like leave magic and you know give everybody the bird. You know, like it's just like I want. I just want to do that, and that's what prevents content creators from burning out because like burning out like is so prominent. Like, how many times have you brought a viewer, uh, 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 an interviewee on, and you know we've every content creator has gone through burnout, right? Like they've probably mentioned at some point they've dealt with it, right? I can tell you that 99.9% .9 of content creators have, I know you're, I know you think, I know you're special, Krim. I know, I know. And I, and I believe you're special, but like every content person has <laughs> gone through the, like the cycle with yeah. the exception of one person I interviewed who says he never felt burned out in 10 years of streaming magic, which I think that just means that he's wired or he's built different. Like there's some literally it's sort built of like different. when Alex Honnold like does the free the free solo stuff like Mountain yeah. Climb on Yosemite. Like there's something about his brain that is probably different. So that, but I think for 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 mere mortals like us, I think we'll probably feel the burnout, right? Yeah, and I and I think that's just like a. It sounds weird and almost like a toxic work life kind of thing, but like we all have it. And I think the biggest part is trying to figure out how to get over it and like move past mm -hmm. it. Cause like when you deal with your first big major burnout, that usually makes or breaks content creators. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you look at the number of content creators, that's like, I, I had me, I had so many friends that I, I love streaming with that I started out with. Right. Some of them aren't playing or like even streaming anymore because they right. did it every day and they hit the burnout got to them. Right. And, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a part of the, industry i guess so it's like mm -hmm. all you try it's all about trying to figure out how to balance it and like like you know get over it mm -hmm. uh and and yeah like it's tough dude it's really tough mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's like there's like some long nights where you're just sitting there and it's just it doesn't go away man and you're just like yeah. i i i know i chose this this is not like the worst thing to be doing but like yeah for the, people think streaming and content creation is as simple as i turn on the camera Right, oh, like hell no. Right, hell like no. every one of us in the like that that has even been in any form of content creation knows this is not true, right? Like the hours that we do like put into this is not just on screen, right? It's off screen. So right. the off screen right. stuff is when it gets the worst. So mm -hmm. like and 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 that, oh man, like there is just some nights where I'm like, dude. Maybe it's just better that I, I don't know, go work, like go, go, I don't know, be a SpongeBob work impersonator. work a minimum wage job or something. Yeah, 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 yeah go, go be know. a SpongeBob impersonator or something like that, right? Like, sure. Yeah. Like, I would, yeah. I would rather almost do anything else because it, I, it, it sucks. I, I think we've all been there where it's like, it sucks where like we want, like our content to hit a certain mark, right? Or, or like, mm -hmm. you know, some of our, like, views have fallen off right like mm -hmm. um but that's like magic as a whole right so like that was why i that the nights when i would like have have it the worst would be when i told like it was like when i saw the decline in magic right mm -hmm. like magic was mm -hmm. <clears throat> like on twitch and so like i didn't want my content creator life to end there if it did go yeah. down so yeah. that's why i'm slowly but kind of like building a little bit of a padding underneath everything for me so right uh, like that's one of the biggest things. And that also in doing that, that helps me get over the burnout because it wasn't, Oh, how do I deal with getting Uroed for the 19th time? It's more of just like, okay, I've gotten Uroed for the 19th time. Now I'm just like, yo, like I, 
I, I, I, I don't even feel like pain anymore, right? I'm just like emotion. I've been dead inside for years. No, like, like that could be another problem. That could <laughs> yeah. be another issue. But that's, but I, I get you. I get you. But yeah, like, it's like I'm now desensitized to getting old. And some people may argue that you should never be desensitized to that. You should always right. remember how miserable that card is. It's a green card, and it's terrible. yeah, exactly. But you know what? Maybe I've gotten run over by it enough times to where I'm just like, okay, this is fine because. <laughs> I, I've 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 copiumed and gaslit myself into believing that like it's it's for the greater good <laughs> and and yeah and that but like legitimately though doing like setting the padding up and knowing that I know that I am not just a gonna be a magic guy forever right like I know that at mm -hmm. some point like I'll always I'll be on Goldfisher as long as you know they'll obviously have me and I love that uh, and I, and I'll stream magic but like. I now have found footing and comfort in myself as a content creator outside of magic. And that helped mm -hmm. me really deal with the burnout because mm -hmm. I think the burnout, it's just this like slippery slope where you start tearing yourself down in, in numerous ways. And once I figured out how to like deal with the burnout, I do feel it kind of invincible, right? Like I do feel like, okay, yeah. well, I suck at this game. But, or maybe this game isn't fun right now, but like, that's why I'm okay with like playing this. And and like yeah. I was okay with like having significantly lower numbers because it still meant that I had a community that would watch me through thick and thin. And I said it mm -hmm. earlier, but like you have no idea how grateful I am of that community because mm -hmm. they truly were there for the Crim Show, the disaster that is the Crim Show. <laughs> and 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 like like the wheels were never on, so they could never fall off. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. They're always just hanging on, yeah, hanging just, on the hood of the car. Yeah, like, yeah. bro, you never even put them on, right? Like, so that's why I'm excited because now legitimately it does feel like I put the wheels onto the car. We're moving forward, and I'm loving this. So my content creator life, it feels like I'm trying to sell you on, like, something that is a very easy method, but it isn't because, you know, mileage may vary, right, as always, but – for mm -hmm. me, just figuring out that, like, I can play another game and, and like, like trying to figure out, like, how to make content outside of my normal comfort zone really helped mm -hmm. me. Like, that, mm -hmm. like, the, the, the thing that very much so scares a new, a streamer from going and playing a new game is actually what renewed my streaming life and my content creator mm -hmm. life. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I don't know if that works for everyone. That's the thing. And it won't. But like for me personally, trying something new legitimately really, really helped. And like not like trying something new as like just like, oh, and then like bag on magic. No, I mean like try something new and like actually genuinely get into it. Like not as an mm -hmm. escape from magic, but because I love – I want to try out something new, right? There, there's mm -hmm. there's people that will stream something new from uh, as an escape from something. But like I right. genuinely wanted to play these games and wanted to make content around it. And that – in yeah. doing that, it just helped – me grow as a content creator and so that you have you have a base in your your comf you're secure in your base in in a lot yeah. of ways it's just like you're trying to expand the base you're not you're not trying to like blow up the base and say i'm mm -hmm. gonna blow all this up i'm no longer doing magic i'm gonna just like do entirely Yu-Gi-Oh now from now on and yeah. it's like it, it's it's like a gradual exploration that's what it sounds like yeah and that's all, all you can do as a content creator right i think that that's great like just ca gradually exploring more and and trying out things that you may not be comfortable with, like mm -hmm. if you didn't normal like example, I would have never seen me editing my own videos. I oh honestly, really, I never saw me. 
I never saw again me with my nevers. I'm never gonna do YouTube. never TikTok. Never, never gonna do a TikTok. Editing, right? I'm never gonna edit a video. Literally doing all yeah. of that right now. So uh, yeah, and and I think that's really made me grow as a, a person and a content creator. Um, right. Because it's I've learned so much, dude. It's it's kind of wild. Yeah. Not not to uh, overly psychoanalyze. I'm not even qualified to do that. But um, is it also possible that you just have a personality that lends itself to having to mix it up? Like, let's say that it wasn't, you know, magic's decline or like feeling yeah, yeah. that you have to get into other types of content. Like, or let, or put it another way. Let's say that you somehow get very very good at editing YouTube videos and your mm -hmm. your youtube channel really like blows up right i mean not literally blow up but it goes up to, it, it grows a lot yeah and i have to choose my words carefully here thank thank you um, for clarifying that by the way uh, thank, yeah <laughs> not 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 die but, but you know the opposite of dying is like it, it does really well right yeah let's say that you reach a, a new level with your new thing do you think then you'll just have to like tell yourself mentally you have to like challenge yourself or even maybe even create challenges to uh you know, like Michael Jordan, he created slights for himself so that he could constantly push himself to to do more, to succeed in some way. Like, uh, you could that be a part of your personality as well? It's just like you're never satisfied, just period. I don't think that's just my personality. I think that's just the human psyche, right? I mean, like we we want human condition. Condi yeah, like we want to just like explore more, right? We always want to explore. We like, I mean, it, it could be our downfall, right? Like, like how curious we are, we, you know, this, this is how we open, like we do atom smashing and then we open up a black hole that's too big and you know, everybody goes in, right. Or who knows. Right. But like the yeah. thing, the thing is, I think that that's just natural. Right. And we're always going to want to do that. We don't want to be confined to anything. Why do you think musicians always make an album that's different from the last one or tries to, and when they don't, they're like mm -hmm. miserable. You could tell they're like, Oh God, I made the same album again. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so when you're in the world of arts, right? You're, or like something creative, you're always going to want to explore and do something new and grow your palette. So mm -hmm. I don't think that's just something specifically to me, but my personality, because it's weird. I can watch and I can listen to one song for like a week straight. Mm -hmm. I can do a lot of redundancy. I can handle the mundane. I can do all of that. But when it comes to art or something creative, I have to be changing always. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know that. And maybe that's the one outlet where I need to constantly expand. Maybe now I get why Jace, everybody's fina uh, favorite vanilla character is always exploring, right? Like <laughs> he wants more knowledge and, and, and maybe that's, that's maybe that's me. I just want more knowledge and I want to do more things. Cause I, I think what it is is at the end of the day, the reason why I am that way is because I want to know that I can entertain you despite the game. Like I'm not like you ever, have you ever asked a content creator if they're being carried by the, like, you know, did, did they make the content or does the game already kind of have the content built into it? Right. Do, do you like, like, you know what I mean? Like, cause like there are some games where the content comes naturally, right? Magic, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. top decks, right? Like the, the bad beats, mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. naturally leans into the content, right? But then there's some games where you are the content. You're in the driver's seat. Yeah. It's like you went from rhythm guitar to lead guitar, right? So you're like now in the driver's seat and you are the focal point of everything. So mm -hmm. I want to know that I can do that. So that's what I think the, the burnout led to like 
was just me questioning if I could do that. Like, am I being carried by magic? Mm-hmm. You know, like, am I being carried by my home game or can I be entertaining and make content on my own? And that is something uh, that was very important for me to figure out in order for me to get over the burnout to keep my streaming and content creator life going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The human mind is really really special though, because I have talked to content creators who basically admitted that they were carried by magic or by game X and they seem fine with it. They're just like, yeah, uh, nothing against them. Right. They're just yeah. saying that I, I admit this is what happened. Survivorship bias. I was very lucky. I was in the right place at the right time. And I am grateful for what this opportunity gave me. And I, um, I'm at peace with that, right? So I think different people deal with that situation differently, or they can rationalize, like, even though I'm in this box, I can still do a special thing inside this box. Yeah. I, I, and again, right? Like, I fully respect everyone's hustle, how they get there, how they do whatever they do. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. More power to them and them figuring out they know what they like and what they're okay with, right? It's not necessarily for you, but that's that's kind of what we're talking about, right? Different people have different mindsets, so. And I am in the camp where I need to know, and and it is solely, it's selfish. Like, it's obviously selfish. I need to know that I can entertain you, which is weird. Because it's like oddly selfish, but almost like-, like But also, also serving, right? Right, like, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's hard to explain that, but there's nothing more satisfying than knowing that I can entertain you. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but like, it's weird because like, I wouldn't say I'm the kind of guy that like lives off of your approval when it comes Mm -hmm. to certain departments, right? Like if you have something to say, you think I do certain things weird, whatever, I don't care. But when it comes to my stream, if I know that I can, like I can still entertain somebody, it does, it does, it is fun, right? Like it is fun because then it means that I'm entertaining you being me, not being anybody Mm. else. So that is that's probably like like the most pleasing thing about being a content creator for me because i always yeah. loved entertaining right that's always been my thing yeah you made me kind of ponder to use a magic term ponder a lot of things just oh now. boy because like one of the things one of the challenges that i have is i really love doing uh to make it about me for a second right like i really love doing Please. this interview show but at the end of the day i recognize that it's the guests who are carrying the show. It is Krim that is carrying this episode, uh... not because of how, <laughs> how, how great or not great I am. And so there's an extra level of thing there. And I've actually thought about, like, should I try to do more personal content and just do monologues and maybe experiment? It doesn't hurt to experiment. Maybe I could, like, do some shorts or something. Um, but I wouldn't call it quite imposter syndrome, but I would say that it is something that as someone who likes to think of himself as pretty thoughtful, like I do think about that as well. You know, there's that extra level of, of carry. It's kind of like just, um, it's, it's pretty much equivalent to being an interviewer in some other domain or like being, a uh, an esports caster who's like entertaining, but then are you carried by this game or this habitat you're inhabiting as opposed to actually something about you? So I think the only point I'm saying this is not to make this a soft story about me. But kind of just like, I hope we can recognize that no matter what situation you're in, even if you are carrying the Asian Avengers stream, right? Which you literally are, like you can, the human mind can always think of ways to um, fuck itself up. Yeah, or to second true. guess itself. True. Right. 
I mean, yeah, like, like, but you see, James, first off, it's very easy that this is your show. You were hard carrying. Okay. Like, like, cause, cause without you, I would be unfocused and I would be now, oh, did you know that there's paint on my wall? You know what I mean? Like, I would probably talk about that paint right now. Uh, but, but like, <laughs> there, off, one of the biggest things that goes underappreciated, like, I think feels severely underappreciated in the world of like this kind of content is the interviewer. Do you, do you know of a dude named Caleb Presley? I do not. Um, I, I have to look them up. Like, uh, are they a interviewer? Yeah, he does a bunch of interviews, right? And it's like all co like comical, right? Like it's it's comedy. And what he does is he interviews people, and he asks them the most dumb questions and hilarious questions, and they are not told any of this beforehand. It's not prepped, so he just comes up with these silly questions and asks them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's some inner people that he interviews that just give one worded response. Like, imagine a terrible date going wrong. Like, okay, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, a terrible date going wrong, which is like a – that's a really bad date. Um, uh, but, yeah, so – but he is able to recover and pull it back, and, and he is such a good interviewer that it doesn't matter. We don't – he could interview a pickle. It doesn't matter. The, the it, I will have a good time watching his interviews regardless. And, James, that is where you come in. See, you've got a voice for radio, and you do the hard carry. I think you're, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. I, I appreciate that. And also the interview you mentioned, it's uh, – I, I don't know if, you, if, you're, if you've ever seen, like, Nardwar, the human serviette. He's this interviewer, brilliant interviewer from Canada. He's got his own YouTube channel. Uh, he's, he interviews a lot of uh, musicians and – celebrities and artists and he is known for just researching the most obscure things so imagine you're a celebrity right and you're actually shocked by how much the interviewer knows about like who your best friend was in the second grade or something like he literally interviewed like billy eilish and just like just like just like popping off just like and and his line is amazing like like because they're always shocked they're always like how the hell did you know that about me and then he always says something like, for example, if it's Billie Eilish, he'll say, you're Billie Eilish. We have to know. Like, that's, that's, that's yeah. his um, shtick, right? And it's, it's absolutely awesome. This is actually something that uh, <laughs> I have to admit, I didn't do this with your episode because I, we didn't have that much time. But for some people, I will actually um, ask them for references. Like, you know, can you recommend a few friends of yours that uh, I can talk to to get background on Krim? And then I will actually ask them, like, what are some things that people may not know about Krim so that I can use that against you uh, or pop it on you in the interview? Because I thought that was just ah. like a, a brilliant technique, right? Because because this is also why I love doing the show, too, because we don't we're not really talking about magic, if we're being honest here. Which right. If, if you're listening to this, like, God bless you if you've made it this far, because like you're, it probably means you're not entirely just into magic right because um that's not the thing about a lot of magic content creators or just magic personality is that they have talked about so much magic like i've talked to people who like they're known for doing something in commander and and they were like shocked that we didn't actually talk just about commander i could see them kind of like autopiloting in the beginning like just talking wanting to talk about commander then I have to kind of like pull it back and like, no, I'm not, I don't actually want to talk about commander, man. I just want to know who you are and you know, <laughs> your background and where you're coming from and how you approach content. And they're just like, I've never been asked that before because I think, I think magic is still a relatively small space where yeah. people are not celebrities, but, but when people 
do content, they're always talking about just magic. So I kind of wanted to also break the the fourth wall. Yeah. Oh fuck! This is a super long monologue. This is not what I wanted to do when I when I did this interview with you. But uh, I just wanted to kind of share that because this is that's what keeps it exciting for me, and that's how I avoid how I try to avoid burnout. Although I have to say that James, your um, voice for radio, I have felt that you'll never year. have to apologize yeah. for a long monologue. All right, your voice for radio. I'm also Canadian, so <laughs> like Canadians are known to talk about the weather and also for apologizing. So I'm trying to hit my my Canadian, <laughs> the Canadian quota. Here. quota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't even I also mention. Have, I also have a hidden bias for getting guests who are from Canada. Um, so that's my secret. And now, now it's out. But, uh, you know, I'll make exceptions for cool people. So. I mean, well, really, it's CA to another CA, right? So, like, <laughs> I, I there also, you go. I'm, I'm there not going to lie to you. I feel like you uh, haven't mentioned Tim Hortons once this whole stream. So I might be a better Canadian than you. And I'm not even Canadian. <laughs> Also, I haven't really mentioned weed on my side because I, I, I grew up in Vancouver, Canada, which is like the capital, right? Yeah. Like, like everybody knows about, uh, you know, the North American Amsterdam or whatever name there is for Vancouver these days. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, there there's actually Tim Hortons in China, but that's another that's another story, too. It's, but that's it's not the, that's the price of globalization. So yeah. <laughs> that's not the same. That's not the same. You know, that's not the same. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but no, like that, this is, that is a brilliant way to invite, like, you know, you, the type that is to tie it all back. Like that's one of those things though, right? Like I, I care about it more than others, right? Like trying to figure it out if, you know, like I, I think it's for me, am I entertaining enough? Is the content what's making me or like, you know, is the game making me or am I making mm -hmm. the game? And mm -hmm. I think that is for me personally, the biggest thing I care about as a streamer or content creator, I don't care what I'm sure like honestly that's why I'm okay trying so many different games because I've now feel like I've gotten in my groove but I mean I I have to say like if 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 you're trying to like prove something to yourself which it sounds like you are like you can make it that it's not just magic that you're just you can entertain you can create content that people want I would argue that you've kind of proven that already like like I don't know like do you have some because we talked about the danger of using numbers to justify something, yeah, right? But yeah. you must have a feeling that you can do that. Like, it, it, it's just sort of this innate, it, it's got to be in, an, in a sense of innate confidence, right? Like, it, yeah. like, I don't know if you're looking for, like, some sort of magical number. Like, okay, if I get this X, then that means I've made it. Because I think that's also kind of a, a fallacy, right, is, yeah. to, is to think that way. No, like there isn't like a hard number. It's more of like actually, yeah, like a state of mind uh, or, or, or like just a place that I need to be mentally, right? Yep. And I think I figured it out when I – in trying to like – in trying to look for a number, I found out there was no number and it was just all me mm -hmm. all along, right? I And, and mm -hmm. once I figured that out, I got really locked in and comfortable, and I'm not, and that like, it, and I don't want to come off as spiteful, like to like anybody that doesn't like that stopped watching me because I stopped streaming magic as much, right? As in, like, I stream magic and other things, right? But like, mm -hmm. uh, like yeah, like I just really felt I realized that there are like, it doesn't matter how many people are watching me, how many views I get on a video, the fact that anybody watched me at all still has me chuckling. I'm like, okay, cool, that's awesome. There's somebody out there, and I think that helped me get in my groove. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm biased, right? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not inhabiting you, your mind, but like, I just feel like there's not 
like you can sort of prove that to yourself now that you're capable of entertaining people through a love of something, whether it's anime or or a, a non-magic game, right? So right. I'm not sure like how much you have to prove to yourself because you can kind of feel that like it's either there, you either have it or you don't. I think you have it. Well, well, you know what? Let me let me ask you this then, James, to prove if I have it or not. What anime are you like, James? What's your favorite anime right now? On the spot, don't think too hard. First thing that comes to you, mind. Yu Yu Hakuso. Wow! I mean, wow. You, you just you just wow. said it. I'm literally wow. rewatching Safe this on my answer. TV right now. <laughs> I'm literally rewatching the show. Actually, I I actually never watched the anime, so I only read the manga growing up. Okay, but it's okay. crazy how I have never revisit the story in 25 years since I last uh, consumed it. Yeah. And I can actually remember all the storylines as I'm going through it. Like, it's... that's how much of an impression it made on me. Good. That's awesome. I rewatch it every year. I rewatch it every year. It's great. So, okay, I cool. mean, if I'm being honest, my all-time favorite manga anime is got to be Slam Dunk. I've read the series Yo, uh, you know, probably I... 50 times. And as someone who loved basketball growing up and is Asian – like, how can you not love that show? Yeah. Like, yeah. For me, it's either it's it's like it's like Saint Seiya, right? Mm -hmm. It's oh it's damn, the, it's the it's the <laughs> cookie cutter. I had all I had all the toys. I had like the, um, I had you know like, you know what I mean, like with the whole costumes yeah, and stuff. I had yeah. like the the old wave stuff. Like when I was like seven years old, I got my mom to go buy me that stuff. Like Ronin Warriors, uh, Yu Yu exactly, right? Um, you know, you have like the bronze and the, the gold different, yeah, different styles yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm actually rewatching that show now just to relive my childhood because I, I, I am very nostalgic. Right. Um, but I have to say like, uh, Saint Seiya, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, Slam Dunk. I think that's my, that's my top three. You, you maybe, know that. Maybe like Dragon Ball Z might make the rotation, but that's more like, I also went through all of that obviously. So, you know, there, there's like water cooler talk that apparently Slam Dunk uh, is actually what Kuwabar does after uh, he gives up the spirit hunting realm, you know? Yes, that that is possibly a theory. That sounds that is, like that um, is... <laughs> something that you could watch a a, a two-hour video on on YouTube, which is the magic of, you know, it's the magic of fandom today, which is like, because like back in the day, like, um, I don't know, it's like I was reading those mangas when I was still living in, in Taiwan as a kid. Now that I'm a lot older than I was when I first read those or watched those things. I don't feel that much passion towards anime now. So like, like I feel like I was really into like Japanese culture and like Gundams and like PSPs and PlayStations and mangas and comics. And then one day it just kind of, it just kind of stopped. So maybe there's something wrong with me. Like how, how do you keep your, your sense of fandom going? Like I, I feel like there's only so much, uh, mental energy I have for stuff. So it's like once I got into magic or other things, then I just have to drop certain things. I, so how do you do it? I mean, very, very simple. Uh, I drop everything once. <laughs> at least some point, like think about this. So at some point, I stopped reading comic books because I thought like, like that's where I'm at right now. I, I no longer read comic books because okay. I, it, it's just not great. I stopped reading manga and watching anime because everything was an isekai for a while, right? And then I stopped watching. I, like, I don't know I, what that means in is oh, isekai. Uh, so it's like the, it's there. It was a trend where you're reborn into another world, and usually you're OP as hell. So you're absolutely busted. Like you're born in a new world, and you're like, I don't know, able to like shoot fire out of your hands and pretty much essentially be a god. 
Oh, so you mean like a lot of uh, there was a trend of like a lot of the stories are just that? Yeah, or... they're just you're reborn, you're doing something over overpowered in the new world, and it's just the same story over and over, right? Uh, yeah. And and magic at one point, I mean, I technically stopped. I play. I stopped playing magic roughly around. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, like skull clamp for like a couple of months. Because I got tired of playing against Skull Clamp, right? But then I came back, right? So, like many things, all my fandoms they go in cycles. But like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I always love it along the way. I, I don't think I ever fall out of anime. I just rewatch the stuff I've loved before, as opposed to watching new stuff. I reread yeah. old mangas and comics as opposed to like the new stuff. Um, and yeah, so like that's kind of just how I stay in the world, but not exactly up to date. Mm. So. But but yeah, like which by the way, like Slam Dunk is an amazing anime as a Sacramento Kings fan, and you know we technically haven't lost a single playoff game since two thousand six. I haven't been in the playoffs since two thousand six, but you know what? Whatever, that's fine. Haven't lost. Yeah. I, Silver line. Hey, I'm you should be excited about the Kings this season because sure, I, I'm an I, NBA mega fan. I follow all the teams. Like, James, James, they've made some good offseason moves. James, if you're if yeah. you're an NBA mega fan, you know better than anybody else to not be excited about. The I know Kings. to to not be overly optimistic. <laughs> so I was a I'm, I am a Bulls fan. So I just so you know, I lived through several dark seasons or ages of the Bulls. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. you know, last time I got excited, what happened? Like, we had a Jimmer for Debt. We traded uh, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins. Jimmer for Debt. Yeah, shout out to Jimmer for Debt, <laughs> yeah. who was last seen in China, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, so, I don't know. You know, like, I, I've learned to just be like, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But you mean I Harrison get... Barnes is not the savior of the franchise? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't. Okay. You know what? We're not We're not even going to get into the fact that we traded Halliburton for, like, uh, Whatever, whatever. I, I think I think I think I think all Kings fans rightfully should uh, should have rioted uh, based on that. I mean, and uh, yeah, it's it's why I watch basketball animes because I know I'll never see the Kings play. <laughs> At least the key, like the anime basketball teams will win something, right? Let's just stay in this fan fantasy Japanese manga world where, you know, the Japanese basketball players are like six, six foot seven and like play like Dennis Robin, the Chicago yeah, Bulls. Yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah. 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 But they're also like 13. Apparently they're also I'm like, in high school, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, this is a grown ass man. Like, are you trying to tell me this dude is like, <laughs> like 13? This is a legit grown ass man. <laughs> it's sort oh. of like that trend we had in the nineties and two thousands where all the all the high school shows were like they were like not twenty oh like they were played by yeah. like 30, 30 year old people playing like eighteen year olds, which is really creepy in retrospect, but whatever. Yeah. We'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was really bad. That was really bad. <laughs> we just didn't know any better. We just did not know any better. There was not internet discourse, there was not yeah. YouTube. There was none of that. There was so. none of that. Also, like Literally watching, by the way, any game of Steph Curry is literally watching an anime. It's like the same thing. Like he just does these Christmas land shots that I'm just yeah, like, it's okay. It's a video game. He's just out there playing 2K, and I'm just like, okay, dude, whatever, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever, dude. Sick. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, Krim, I think this might be a good time to um to wrap it up. Like, what's the best mm -hmm. place for people to find you on social or the internet or where you would like to be found? So. Oddly enough, YouTube won't let me have the Asian Avenger. So I just have to put my name, Krim Nguyen, C-R-I-M-N-G-U-Y-E-N. Are you saying and, that some imposter took the name or what? I don't know what happened. I genuinely try to change my name. It won't let me. It just keeps saying 
my it just won't let me change my name to anything but my name. So I, I even tried to name it to like you know like Squidward sixty nine four twenty and they wouldn't let me do that, right? Like oh, so really? so I don't know why, but maybe maybe YouTube is just trying to make me earn my title again. Uh, but I think but, so. See, that's when you that's when you'll know you've made it is when you're allowed to change your name. Yeah, free an Avenger on YouTube, then you can retire. Basically, yeah. you can go out on top. I'm done. I've beaten YouTube. <laughs> uh, and then, and then like everywhere else, the Asian Avenger, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, um, and eventually some new platform that I'll probably in, be in denial about. I don't know. Like, like yeah. which, which just, just say it right now. You're not. You're never going to use TikTok two or whatever. Yeah, TikTok uh, or two. Tick, you know the yeah, new yeah. the new version of TikTok. Videos can only be two seconds. Tick. Yeah, You'll yeah, never yeah. Use tick. I will not, yeah. I'll never be on tick and, and, you know, I'll never do all of that. Although like, you know, I'll be on there soon. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, Krim, have a great rest of the evening. I know it's getting late over there. So thank you for uh, dealing with my shenanigans and my weird line of questioning. I really appreciate it. No, that's totally fun. You know, I love being on the show every time. I appreciate you having me, James. All right. Have a good one.